Your if Julian on the brown note and a review of Nobody, a current cinematic milestone. No, current cinematic release. Um, this is a very interesting film indeed. I'm a huge fan of the John Wick franchise, and John Wick Four has just started filming. Uh, the Keanu Reeves rebirth uh, with that franchise has been magnificent. And for fans of pure genre music as well, it's just been uh, genre movies. It's been amazing. And I think it's gotten slightly better with each release. A lot of people think the first one's the only good one. I, I disagree. I think it's slightly improved each time, and three was magnificent. The director of those films, who I think's an ex-stuntman, which says a lot, David Leach, produced, and this is the crucial crossover question, Nobody, um, which has led people to believe that it is going to be part of the John Wick universe. And the universe building in John Wick around this whole international cabal of assassins that operate out of these very expensive hotels all over the world and are part of this people that have these um, their own monetary payment systems, their own codes, um, and you know this whole hierarchical world, which has been beautifully realized and growing and growing, lends itself to something like this happening nobody stars bob odenkirk bob odenkirk first came to fame as the scene stealing lawyer in breaking bad he was a brilliant character he became one of the major characters as as the story arcs progressed as he was involved in a lot of pies and to his own detriment uh quite closely with um walter white so he was he was a big character in that. He got his own spin-off, Better Call Saul, which is a brilliant series. I've only seen two series of it, and there's five now. But those first two were amazing, so I really should watch it. And that itself has moved into the same timeline as Breaking Bad, so it's had some of the characters from that in it. Uh, this time we follow American Nobody. He lives with his uh, estranged wife who doesn't want to touch him anymore, played by the always wonderful Connie Nelson, who turns up over and over and just doesn't seem to get the kudos. Um, his teenage son, who regards him as a coward and a weakling and a loser, he has a dead-end job, um, he's going nowhere, and he has this really sort of sulky, defeated demeanour, there's a, a wall sort of made out of pillows in their matrimonial bed to emphasise that he's not getting any. And the only person that loves him is his younger daughter. Um, they have a break-in in their property and it's an opportunity for him to finally shine. His son tackles one of the burglars and you f that's when you first feel the flex of Bob Odenkirk's character. He's about to go at it. His son's got the guy on the floor and uh, he's got the drop on the other one, but he backs down and he tells his son to back down and to let them go. But you know, even though his son and his wife and, and even the police vocally think he's a coward, um, you know that there's more going on here. You know that he wasn't a coward and that he was surveying the scene and made a choice not to go down the road that he was about to. He then can't handle that anymore so he goes out and the fact that the robbers have stolen something from his daughter is too much he hunts them down and you realize that there is an awful lot more to this man than this local deadbeat he hunts them down and has and confronts them where you 
realise that he is actually a much more powerful individual. And he realises that these two robbers are just nobody's two. That they had, the, he knew that the gun wasn't even loaded and that they're just this couple that have nothing and that they were scared anyway. So he retreats back into the night, but in doing so, in one of the best fight scenes I've seen in a long time, he's on a bus that then gets um, invaded by about four or five local gangsters with designs on raping, drunk out of their minds, abusing everyone, and with designs on raping the teenage girl on the bus, something he welcomes with open arms. And this is the awakening of Bob Odenkirk's nobody character. Of course, you know, he's got some deadly background in the CIA and in, in the military and so on. Uh, and he he's, it's um, alluded that he was, you know, one of these top-level assassins working for the government in the past and a very formidable human being. This is a slight film. The plot from there, obviously there's some sort of Russian gangster involved. And when he actually uh, brutally injures one of these guys on the bus, obviously he has a connection, in this case his brother. Uh, I think, who's, is it? Alexei Serebiryov, I think, is the guy. Um, he's a really nasty enforcer for the Russian mafia. And he his brother's a guy that Bob Odenkirk's character puts in the hospital. So the rest of the film is basically Bob Odenkirk fighting the mafia. Very close to the first John Wick film. Uh, this film is slight, but it is an enormous amount of fun. Unlike the John Wick films, this isn't as po-faced or as straight. Bob Odenkirk plays it with a wink, uh, and it's a lighter film, and it's um, a funnier film. Uh, that's not to say that it skimps on the violence or the moodiness of the action, because they're pretty decent. Uh, very good fight scenes, bone-crunching fight scenes. He's much more in the... He's not a Stephen Seagal, I'm never going to get a scratch on me. He's more like your Bruce Willis, where he gets half beaten to death before fighting the opposition. Uh, it's got the RZA in it as well, and Christopher Lloyd. If you there are so many cool things they got right with John Wick that they carry over here. Seeing, John, uh, seeing Christopher Lloyd, the doc from Back to the Future, blasting away at people with a shotgun... Is, is magnificent. I mean, no one is not going to love that. Um, the, it, it benefits from its tightness because there's no more to the story than you would have seen in, in the first John Wick film, which narrows everything down. The family are pretty decent. I like Connie in the film. She knows about his past. Um, and his, um, his abilities are, are not given superhero status. They're sort of like believable. So I really like this. I thought it was it was a really it was a fast, enjoyable, well-made film, and obviously it's leading towards a future. And it's always great when you get a character like Bob Odenkirk become an action hero because it's so far removed from what you expected from him. Um, to see him shoved into that arena and fight for his life, uh, he's he's got a he's just one of those. He's, he was a bit part player in Breaking Bad, but he has such a, a personality and persona on screen, it's made him now a leading man. And uh, he can actually carry off leading man action movies with much more personality than the usual rubbish we get. So I'm going to give Nobody an incredibly solid 8 out of 10.